So when I have that first conversation with them, I'm... So the big question is, what are top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate? To get the answers, we interview the top real estate agents to learn their secrets to success. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. Today, I'm joined by Trina Cannon. Trina has been in business for over 12 years, and she has served over 235 families. She's also a broker owner and has 15 agents on board. Today, we're going to be covering the three most important systems every realtor must have in place, including the buyer consultation. And topic number two, we'll talk about having a CRM on steroids. And in topic number three, we're going to talk about the post-close process to stay top of mind after the deal is done and get more referrals. Trina, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. So as we kick off today, I wanted to take it back to day one. Give us a little bit of context of how you got into real estate and what went through your mind thinking this was a great idea 12 years ago. (laughs) You know, it's kind of a weird story because I never thought I was going to get into real estate. I was in a corporate position, pretty high up, pretty well off. And um, I was in some management training and they kept talking about you as the person. What have you always wanted to do? And real estate kept coming up. So after this year long training, I decided I was going to get my license, but I didn't intend on doing anything else. Just getting the license because I'm a lifelong learner. Well, I got the license and I started dabbling because I had a full time job. So I just started doing a little bit on the weekends and in the evenings, and I saw success early. So I said, hmm, I wonder what could I do if I really put in the time? So my husband and I came up with a number that we wanted to have in the bank to be comfortable. And I have not looked back since then. You know, it's 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 amazing how everybody has a totally different story of how they get started in real estate. So do you remember like how many deals you've done your year one, year two, year three? Not exactly, but ballpark the first year was maybe 12. And then from there, it just started quadrupling. And then it was bringing on more agents and doing higher dollar value. So it's just been a trajectory, upward trajectory. Okay. So as you started progressing in your career, what are some of the things that you are struggling with over the first few years that now you look back and you were like, gosh, I wish somebody told me this. Honestly, I had some really good teachers early on. That (laughs) A lot of things people tell you are obvious, but you just don't do them. And I think the biggest thing I struggled with is people really wanted to put down my throat of cold calling and door knocking. And those things did not align with my personality. And what I've found that's really important is all of the things work, but you'll only work the things that align with you. And so pick your thing and just go at it hard versus trying to do what other people do to be successful. Yeah. I think we get wrapped up in that very, very, very often, right? Like we see 
it on Instagram. We see it on HGTV and we see it being glamorized on YouTube and all the other different social media mediums mm -hmm. um, of like, so-and-so did a hundred million doing X, Y, Z, A, B, C. And it's so counterintuitive who, to who you are as a person that you just never adapt. Like I got my coach telling me right now to call it call. And I'm like, fuck, this is not something that I want to do. But guess what? I'm willing to do it, you know? And it's like one of those things where it's like, ooh. And it uh, does work. I mean, the couple times does. I've done it, but here, here's the issue. You waste so much time just trying to build up and do it because it's not intuitive that you could have done something else multiple times over. And I think what a lot of people do is whatever they choose, they're not consistent. They do it a couple of times and go, oh, it didn't work. Consistency is key in this business. And you know that. That's yeah. why I said all the things work. You just have to really commit to it and do it consistently. I think consistency is the name of the game because this game is boring <laughs> because it is literally, I, I was just on with another guest and we were talking about, this is a skill-based business. How do you acquire the skill? Well, the same way you go and you play a sport, like how do you expect to shoot a three-pointer? You got to show up, stand yeah. on that three-point line, and you got to shoot. 10,000 yeah. shots later, you're still from the same spot. You got to continue shooting, which is really what this business is about, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Hey, I just wanted to jump in here and let you know, if you would like access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. Now back to the show. So as you progress in your career, 12 years later, 235 families served. Talk to me why topic number one is our topic number one. Why and what are the most important systems every realtor must have in place? What do they consist of and, and why is that so critical? Well, the thing that amazes me is the number of agents, whether they're new or seasoned, that don't have consistent systems in place. So it's still feast or famine, even if they've been in the business for years. And that never made sense to me. But because I come from a business background, I'm a lot more methodical and there has to be a way to do a thing. Even if the people are different, you provide the same level of service. And I think another thing with real estate being so glamorized, systems aren't sexy. People don't want to worry about the steps A to Z to meet the needs of a client. So the buyer consultation, and I tell all of my agents this, and the ones who listen see the most success. If you have a buyer consultation with a new lead, it gives you a couple things. Number one, you're able to build rapport before you meet them. And if you mm -hmm. do the buyer consultation correctly, instead of you coming begging to represent them, you've given them so much value that when you get to the end, they're like, you're my agent. I've had so many times that at the end, even if people couldn't move forward in that moment, based on the information I gave, they're like, when we're ready, you're our realtor, because I gave them value. And a lot of times agents are so desperate that you get the call, I want to see 123 Main Street, and they run to the house. They haven't asked any questions. 
to make sure they really can serve this person. And it's not only a waste of their time, it's a waste of the buyer's time if they can't buy right now. Or I've had clients who didn't understand all the money they needed up front. They're thinking, oh, I can get a loan, I'm good. Not understanding the out-of-pocket that's needed. But after going through that buyer consultation, they'll go, okay, we haven't saved enough, but we need two months and then we'll be ready. And so I just think it's key to set everyone up for success by having that buyer consultation and not being so hungry and desperate just to meet at a home. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I'm with you on that. It's, it's one of those things that I feel like we're doing a disservice to whoever we're about to take out if we don't educate them properly. And mm -hmm. it's not, we're not being selfish here because we don't want to take them out or whatever, you know, or that we're wasting our time. Mm -hmm. It's just, we're just not equipping them with the correct information so they can make an educated decision about how to move forward. And then they're going to be, oh my God, you, nobody told me about this. They don't realize they need to pay for inspection. They need to pay for an appraisal. They have, you know, 3% closing costs plus 3% down payment if they're doing conventional and it's their first mm -hmm. time. So take us into what your buyer consultation looks like. Take us into what that process looks like and how do we go about setting it up in addition to the buyer consultation itself. So when I have that first conversation with them, I'm building rapport and asking, you know, have you ever purchased a home before? And even if they've purchased a home in the past, I still think it's important to have the buyer consultation because depending on how long ago it was or where it was, the process still might be different. And so I just say, you know, we can do this in person or via Zoom, but I just want 15 to 20 minutes of your time just so we can be on the same page before we go out because I don't want you to fall in love with something and then we have some things we need to do and you miss that opportunity. And it's very few times that I get pushback. Very few times. And I really try to make it more about them and understanding and just success and being on the same page. And so typically, I would say 90% of the time, we do it on Zoom. And so one, they get to see my face before we actually meet. But during that consultation, we talk about what money is needed, what they can expect from me, what I expect from them the home inspection, the appraisal. I mean, we literally, if you think of the game of life, the board game, we basically go through all the steps. And I don't go to the 12th level of detail. It's very high level. And I explain to them, as we get to each of these stages, I'll go deeper, I will be here, but I like you to know what's coming. So there's never any surprises. And so it's been very well received. And I'll tell you the times I've gone against my better judgment and not done it. Those are the most difficult transactions. <laughs> I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. It is, it is an, always a shit show. It is always, yeah. well, I didn't know about that. <laughs> you know what I do? I, I, the reason I like doing mine on Zoom is because I can record it and I can send it to them. Afterwards. I was just going to say that. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. You know, so the buyer consultation, um, what I what I cover, it's like the state of the market. What are you looking for? Here's the people that you're going to meet throughout the transaction. Okay, 
me, the TC, my assistant, mm-hmm. the lending team, the title, the insurance people, all of that kind of is in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just really takes them. Have you ever bought a house? Great. We're not going to make it complicated. It's six steps. Here's step one through six. Just know that I'm going to tell you about the next step. Here's the common, you know, questions, FAQs. Do you have any questions? Great. Sign here, sign here. When do you want to go speak to the lender? This is now we're going into step two type yes. of thing. Absolutely. It just set the expectations. Yes. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. 